Welcome to Roeville Uniting Church and the reflection of the day from the Reverend Trevor Bassett. This is the introduction to the reading, or it includes our reading from James and leads into what I want to share this morning uh, in my reflection. They sat in church waiting for prayer time, each one with his and her own thoughts and needs, each one reaching out. What are we going to do? I've just lost my job. What meagre savings we had have disappeared into the usual bills and needs for our family. I'm embarrassed. I know that I need some help, but I don't want to ask. I don't want to know, I don't want people to know how hard this is. I don't know why we give things to the emergency food programs and charities. No one helped me when I was down. Let them pull up themselves their own bootstraps, I say. It's everyone for themselves. My son asked me the other day what we could do to help people in need of food. I suggested that we look at some of the food that we have and find ways to share it with others. We could investigate ways to do this. Let's do it, he said right now and we did we discovered how much stuff we had and we contacted a food program to find out what they needed we also went to the supermarket and got some of the items they had mentioned what a great feeling i love it when we all can help and now my kids are enthusiastic about finding new ways to share the bounty we have I'm so proud of them. I'm overwhelmed by the needs I keep hearing about. I just don't know where to start. I'm a good reader. Maybe I could help out at the school. Or maybe I could give some simple cooking lessons to folks who are struggling and want to do better nutritionally. I just wish I had more direction. It all seems so overwhelming. Now the second reading is from James, James 2. We're reading verses 1 to 10 and then 14 to 17. If you wish to read along, it's on page 981, starting um, by verse 1 to 10. My brothers and sisters, do you with your acts of favouritism really believe in your, our glorious Lord Jesus Christ? For if a person with gold rings and in fine clothes comes into your assembly, and if a poor person in dirty clothes also comes in, and if you take notice of the one wearing the fine clothes and say, have a seat here, please, while to the one who is poor you say, stand there or sit at my feet, have you not made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved brothers and sisters, has not God chosen the poor in the world to be rich in faith and to be heirs of the kingdom that he has promised to those who, who love him? But you have dishonoured the poor. Is it not the rich who oppress you? Is it not they who drag you into court? Is it not they who blasphemy the excellent name that was invoked over you? You do well if you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture. You shall love your neighbour as yourself. But if you show partiality, 
you commit sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. For whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become accountable for all of it. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith but do not have works? Can faith save you? If a brother or sister is naked and lacks daily food, and if one and one of you says to them, says to them, go in peace, keep warm and eat your fill, and yet you do not supply their bodily needs, what is the good of that? So faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead. These are words of faith. Thanks, Davey. And so they each bowed their heads in prayer, offering their thoughts and needs to God, and Christ, in great love and mercy, touched each heart. To one he gave a spirit of courage and hope. To one he poured out healing, compassion. To another, a spirit of joy and commitment. And to the last, direction and strength. To each of us, as we need, Christ gives strength, peace, joy and love. Could you believe the result last night? <laughs> you know, everyone except our visitors knew exactly what I was talking about, and maybe they even worked it out. You know, everyone pretty much knows that I'm a Collingwood fan. Is that right? You know, I, I kind of put it out there a bit, but. But I've got, to, I've got to tell you the real truth, actually. I'm not a member. Don't go to the games. I rarely watch it on television. I don't even know who the captain is. But I love Collingwood. Maybe, maybe I thought to myself, maybe actually I'm just a little bit of a Collingwood supporter, just a little bit. Which got me wondering, can we just be a little bit? A little bit of anything? And then I had a harder question, because it's a, it's a big question. Can you be a little bit racist? Can you just be a little bit Christian? What are the things that we can be a little bit versus the things that it seems to be we either are or we aren't? So in offering our thoughts and prayers, which we often do, I sometimes think, is that a little bit or is that all or nothing? Is that enough? Ob obviously, when something really shocking is happening, it is appropriate to say we're offering our thoughts and prayers into a given situation because sometimes, literally, that is all we can do. 
And so, so in a sense, as I, as I sit here and, and look what seems to be about to unfold in Syria and Idlib, I kind of am powerless. So all I can really offer is my thoughts and prayers. But is that enough if I have the actual capacity to make a difference? How adequate is it to say to a family that is fleeing a war zone as we lock them away in detention as asylum seekers, peace be with you, our thoughts and prayers are with you. I think God wants more than a little bit from us. God wants all that we have to offer because all of us are able to make a difference in some things. So what are the things that we can actually make a difference in or about? Does being a Christian call us to make a difference? Well, certainly Jesus says in another place that you are to be salt and light two elements that change things, sometimes subtly, sometimes more dramatically. Jesus seeks to make a difference. But where, where is Jesus actually called to make a difference? Where should he do this? And so... He's travelling through the region of Tyre and he comes to a house and we heard what happened in the reading from Mark's Gospel today. He enters this house of, and, and the Syrophoenician woman comes and, you know, she challenges him. She doesn't just challenge him a little bit, she really confronts this attitude that he has towards her. And I found myself thinking, you know, if it's good enough for Jesus to be directly challenged, because he calls her a dog. He calls her a dog. And she directly challenges this. And he has to change. He, she confronts him. She is other. She's a Gentile. She's not one of his. And he is a Jew. And he's been brought up a Jew and a good Jew at that. She challenges him and he changes. Then likewise in the story that follows with the man who cannot speak or hear, uh, he is also other. He is unclean. And, and Jesus is again challenged. And again confronted, takes him aside and, and offers what he needs. Jesus realises in the challenges before him that there are some changes to make and he makes them and he does what is right. It seems that Jesus is challenged by those who are on the margins. By responding to the challenge... He makes a difference. The man is healed. 
the young girl is relieved of what it is, the demon in the story that afflicts her. But more than that, Jesus discovers that he is doing the will of God. And, and I think he discovers there is integrity in his own teachings when he puts this into practice. So today I wanted to ask the question, who are we challenged by today? Who are the ones on the margin that are touching you and challenging you? And I thought to myself, there's some social issues that might be doing that because they're really up front in the media and, and they're sparking huge divisions in our community. Are we being challenged about the talk of African gangs? Are we being challenged by asylum seekers and the fact that in this country children are locked in detention? Are we challenged by the violence that men commit against women? Are we challenged by a culture that exists of bullying and inappropriate behaviour towards each other? Are we challenged by the idea of same-gender marriage? Are we challenged by images every day on our TV screens from war zones, images of the drought that is gripping our country? There are many things to confront and challenge us, some of which we can make a difference to, others Maybe all we can do is offer our thoughts and prayers. Will the challenges we confront cause us to change? They caused Jesus to change. Are we willing to be as bold as him and accept the challenge, review where we stand and be prepared to make a difference in those situations that we are able to make a difference James tells us that we are called to put flesh on those things that we profess to believe. James says very bluntly, faith without works is dead. It's pretty blunt, isn't it? <laughs> we don't often read James, but I was confronted when I read it today, this week as I thought about it and... Um, yeah, it's pretty confronting. I am challenged. I am. I know if I confront the challenges that I am able to confront, not only might I make a difference, but I might also grow as a person. And, and, and I have the capacity to become a part of something that, that puts flesh on my faith, that puts works into action. So I want to give thanks to God today for the issues that challenge me and I hope that some of them are issues that challenge you as well. And I pray today that we might find the courage to grow and to change, to be the people God calls us to be in each situation. 
James doesn't seem to leave a whole lot of room for a little bit. James wants us to give it everything that we have to give where we have the capacity to do so. I pray that we might give God more than just a little of who we are, that we might give God our whole selves. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Reflection of the Day from the Reverend Trevor Bassett at Roval Uniting Church. Roval is a suburb of Melbourne in Victoria, Australia. We look forward to welcoming you back to another Reflection of the Day soon. You are always welcome at our weekly worship services held at 10am each Sunday.